Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. Make sure you're hitting the like button and the uh, subscribe button on the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel to check out the weekly episodes. Make sure to follow it wherever you listen to your podcast. And I know on Spotify, you can now rate it. So please give it a follow. Please give it a rate. Uh, Be a friend, tell a friend, share it out. It helps get more eyeballs and ears on the podcast. I appreciate you so much for anybody that does that. The podcast is also brought to you by the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. If you go to bellyupsports.com, check out all the content there. There's something there for everybody, uh, whether it's podcasts or blogs or anything like that. The podcast is also brought to you by Coach Stone Football. It is back to the basics, books, and drills. If you go to coachstonefootball.com and check out all of his books on football drills, practice planning, game planning, and much more, you will never have to look up another drill again. I promise you that for you football coaches out there trying to Get back to the basics like we all are. CoachStoneFootball.com to check out all of his books. I know his very first book is over 500 pages. I'm telling you right now, you'll never have to look up another drill ever again. Uh, thank you, Coach Stone, for sponsoring the podcast. And are you looking for an energy drink to help with that midday pick-me-up, but don't want that crash that happens after about an hour or so? Or are you looking for a pre-workout before you, you run or before you go to the gym, but you don't want that pre-workout that's going to give you all the jitters? Well, if you go to swiftlifestyles.com, you're going to get just that. It's a clean nutritional energy drink without any of the garbage in it, and you can use it for any part of your day. I know gamers are a big thing now, so if you're on Twitch, you're a big gamer. They want to sponsor gamers as well, so if you don't want to buy just the um, 
energy drink stuff. Uh, you could just go talk to them about sponsoring you for Twitch. So get on that. If you go to SwiftLifestyles.com and use the code Coach Steve Show, all one word, it's going to save you fifteen percent off your order. It comes in a tub, like a pre workout. It's got about thirty servings. Uh, you know, it's not just buy a can, drink it, and it's over. You're going to get thirty servings. If you need a shaker, they've got a shaker on there, all that stuff. So go do that for me. SwiftLifestyles.com. Uh, code Coach Steve Show, all one word. It's going to get you 15% off your order. Go do that for me. It helps support the podcast. So, uh, one of my episodes where I did my Chicago Bears versus the Vikings preview, I discussed very briefly of Urban Meyer. And immediately, well, we all know he's fired. He's gone. But one of the immediate questions was, is he going to coach again? But the big question was, is he going to coach in college? Because he is known as a college coach. He has great success in college. So everybody knows he got fired from the Jaguars. And we're going to lead up to as to why. But we're going to lead up to everything about Urban Meyer. Great college coach. When you look at records, when you look at some of the players he's coached, he's won championships. So, as we go through this that you're listening, think to yourself, kind of like the Marvel thing, you know, and ponder the question, what if? Is he able, do we think he should deserve another shot coaching altogether, or do we think he deserves a shot coaching college altogether? So, let's talk about Urban Meyer's head coaching career. Now, this is in college. He has been a head coach, not every year, obviously. But in 2001, he was the head coach at Bowling Green State. He went 8-3. 2002, he was still there. He went 9-3. Pretty good record. Then he became the head coach at Utah, and he was at Utah for two years. And we all know what happened to Utah. Went 10-2. They won the Liberty Bowl. And then in 2004, they go 12-0. Perfect season. They won the Fiesta Bowl. They get ranked, were ranked in the AP poll as high as number four that year at Utah. Then he becomes the head coach of Florida after Ron Zook. First year goes 9-3, and three, and they win the Outback Bowl. Then in 2006, still at Florida, goes 13-1, and one, and they win the BCS championship, I believe, against Ohio State. And this would have been uh, Tim Tebow's freshman year. Chris Leak was the starting quarterback. Next year goes 9-4. and four. They lose the Capital One Bowl. Next year, 13-1, they win another national title. And I believe that one was against Oklahoma. Then in 2009, they go 13-1. They lose to Alabama in the SEC Championship game. Then they win the Sugar Bowl. Then his last year at Florida, after Tim Tebow had left, everything come crashing down a little bit from that their standards and goes 8-5. They win the Outback Bowl. Then he leaves quote-unquote, due to health reasons. Takes a year off. Well, then Ohio State comes calling, even though Luke Fickle got screwed out of that. 2012 to 2018, head coach at Ohio State. First year, uh, I believe there were some, you know, had some scandal things going on. I believe they couldn't play in a bowl game. Goes 12-0. and Then goes 12-2, and loses Orange Bowl, um, I believe, in the playoffs. Next year goes 14-1. and one. They won their playoff game, and they win the national title. Then 12-1, and one, win the Fiesta Bowl. 11-2, loses the Fiesta Bowl. 12-2, and two, 
wins the Cotton Bowl. 10-1 and has finally year at Ohio State. Wins the Rose Bowl. Doesn't lose to Michigan at all. During that time at Ohio State, beats Alabama. Does pretty well. And then after 2018, there, something he got diagnosed with in his head. Again, it was health reasons. And there were some times on the sideline looked like that guy was going to die. Like I said, if there's a coach that's going to die on the sideline, it is probably Urban Meyer. Now, when you're looking at records and what he's accomplished as a head coach, now he was an assistant coach a couple places. I know the big one for, for a lot of people is Notre Dame. He he does not have a losing season as a head coach. The closest losing season you're going to see is Bowling Green State, 8-3. and three. 2010 at Florida when it was 8-5. But I mean, you know, 8, 9, 10, 12, 9, 13, 9, 13, 13, 8, 12, 12, 14, 12, 11, 12, 10. Like, great numbers. 17 years overall as a head coach, 219 games coached, 187 and 32. That's a percentage of 80, uh, 80, uh, 0.85, like 85%. Like, that's, that's incredible. Uh, Bulls, and that includes the playoffs, like 12-3. and three. Like, that's absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. So, college-wise, does pretty well. Then, after 2018, he takes time off. And I thought they did well. He, he went to Fox Sports. They do the pregame for college football. He does great uh, halftime stuff. I thought it was great because he brought a coach's perspective. I believe they had the segment of, like, playbook with Urban Meyer. Went through some plays, showed them how it works, exactly what was being run. So people watching TV can go, okay, I understand this. I understand this. This makes sense. Um, it was great to have a perspective from a coach, a coach that won. So the record-wise looked good. And I think that's what Jacksonville looked at when they were hiring a coach. Oh, Urban Meyer, you know, he's decorative. He's won. Look at the guys he's coached. Some got in the NFL and everything else, which we'll get to some of that in a second. So that's what they were looking for. Well, then Urban Meyer gets fired. Sources say Jacksonville Jaguars, after they fired him, the sources say former coach Urban Meyer is fired for cause. They do not intend to pay the rest of his contract. Now, we've already talked about the scandals, you know, eating the donut with with the frosting and everything. And it's the glazed donut, sticky fingers. But the reports of how he treated players, reports of calling coaches losers, it was kind of the nail in the coffin was kicking his field goal kicker, saying basically I can and I'm the head coach and I can do what I want. That's not a role model that you want. Didn't take the plane back with the team, had the sticky finger situation at his whiskey house in, in Ohio, uh, but apparently not going to get paid. I believe when he was fired, they're sitting there like 2-11, and 11, I believe. So it did not end well. So this kind of brought back up old demons for Urban Meyer because some things get brushed under the rug. Now, some are huge, no, but there are some that are, deserve to be talked about. So, let's talk about Ian, earlier this week, Urban Meyer. Morning, Urban Meyer was fired from his head coaching job in Jack. Apologize for that. We're getting technology going. So we're going to talk about the complete timeline of Urban Meyer, quote-unquote, coaching failures. Now, again, I can't take away from records. I can't take away from championships. We're going to look at a couple things here. 
first of all, when he left, he left Utah to go to Florida because Florida was a better job. Here in the SEC, he looked at the recruiting that Ronzo had done because Ronzo could recruit. Um, so the question was, why did Urban Meyer leave Florida? Um, I'm going to read an article here for you guys. The legacy of Zach Smith followed Meyer to Ohio State, but the report culture Meyer followed to flourish of Florida was more widespread, much more dangerous. And that's what transpired. Okay. So I apologize. We're going to go backwards. I wanted to go in order. We are going to go backwards. So let's talk about what led up to this. Let's talk about Jacksonville. We're going to talk about Jacksonville. Then we'll get into some of the old demons of his. Urban Meyer was likely fired. This was the final straw. Kicking and demeaning former Jaguars kicker Josh Lambeau, which Lambeau recently shared with the media after seeing continued reports of Meyer abusing staff all season. As troubling as Lambeau's account is, it isn't the only reason Meyer was let go. Meyer had weathered several scandals in a short time at Jacksonville. Meyer benched a talented James Robinson or James Robinson for weeks in favor of Carlos Hyde, his former Ohio State running back. Meyer reportedly called his assistant coaches losers. Meyer, a married grandfather, stayed behind at a loss in Cleveland to dance have it with a woman at Ohio Bar, which was captured in now viral video. Meyer ironically kicked his kicker, threatened him, and then released him from the team shortly after. And the Jaguars are 2-11. and 11. Then they continue to say, while coordinators frequently get booted midseason, head coaches rarely do. It takes time to implement a new system, installing a coaching culture, and seeing results. With Meyer, the negative results of his off-field behavior prompted Jacksonville to pull the plug earlier. If the team did its due diligence in examining his background, perhaps the red flags planted in Meyer's past would have signaled this outcome. Because again, it's it's a, it's hard to look at firing a head coach, especially an organization that is not very good and does not win consistently at all, if at all, to fire the head coach. And again, if none of this happened, he'd still be the head coach because they got to implement. They are right. They have to implement a culture, a system. They're adding on to their facility. They're redoing a lot of things. They're creating some jobs. But again, let's look at Urban Meyer's past. So again, why did Urban Meyer leave Ohio State? When Urban Meyer retired from coaching from Ohio State in 2018, he cited the decision as a result of cumulative events and with his health being number one. Meyer was diagnosed with a... um, arcanoid cyst in his brain. I said that wrong, but a cyst in his brain, which caused painful headaches and has spoken in the past about how coaching took a toll on his mental health. Still, the health reasoning is identical to why he said he was leaving Florida in 2010, and that certainly wasn't the only reason. In 2018, Ohio State conducted an investigation into whether or not Meyer mishandled domestic abuse allegations against his former receivers coach, Zach Smith. The university concluded that Meyer did mishandle these allegations, but it wasn't enough to warrant his termination. Meyer was suspended for three games at the beginning of the 2018 season. A deeper look into the Zach Smith case reveals that Meyer repeatedly denied knowing about Smith's domestic abuse, which dated back to 2009. In 2009, Smith was arrested for aggravated battery of his wife at the time. Meyer only fired Smith once a judge filed a protection order to keep Zach away from his wife. 
The investigation concluded that Meyer didn't follow proper reporting protocols after becoming aware of abuse allegations in 2015, instead permitting another egregious actions that would have warranted Zach's termination years earlier had the university known. So, he in Ohio State time knew that one of his coaches was abusing his wife. I believe the whole report, there was like text messages involved, and that's how he knew. Kept it to himself. They were friends. He wanted to try to help maybe. I don't know. But as a mandated reporter, you're supposed to report this stuff. Uh, there's an image thing. And it's just morally right, like ethically morally right to do that, no matter if it's your friend or not. Like if one of your friends was doing that, you have to report it. So this is not looking good for Abimai already. So the next one. Why did Urban Meyer leave Florida? Okay, and I already read this. During Meyer's time with the Gators, he oversaw at least 31 arrests involving 25 players. Meyer reportedly created what was called a circle of trust, a clique of elite players whose misbehavior was tolerated to win college championships. Percy Harvin physically assaulted a wide receivers coach in 2008 but was never suspended. Meyer reportedly covered up failed drug tests by saying players had injuries. Players were seen wearing walking boots to feign injuries to avoid and avoiding drug tests. Former New England Patriots tight end Aaron Hernandez, who died in prison for the murder of Odin Lloyd, was reportedly able to cover up violent behavior and drug abuse with the help of Meyer. When Meyer left Ohio State, Martin Fenley of the Tampa Bay Times wrote, Don't gloat, Florida fans. Back then, you were too busy waving orange and blue to raise red flags. In 2021, no red flags were raised as Meyer was hired to lead the NFL franchise. Once again, it seems that Meyer has failed to put the past behind him, offering preferential treatment to some and rampant, rampantly mistreating others as a Jaguar. But for anyone who did their research, Meyer's fall from grace was a long time coming so urban meyer has a has a so he basically has skeletons in his closet now some of these have been proven some are not some are reports and in the nfl i think they were just looking at can this guy coach and obviously outside of the realm of everything i just said he could coach now he had talent but you gotta get the talent to play he did win championships but those have to raise some red flags when these things come out. But again, the old thing, winning cures all. When you're winning, and back then when the media isn't what it is today, social media was around, but it's not what it is now. The whole landscape of media has changed. We've seen it with political stuff, and now it has leaked into sports. There is a lot of red flags. And now you start to wonder, because at Florida, he's hiding legal things with some players, but winning cures all. If they're winning a championship, getting close to winning a championship, then win another championship, and then they're, you know, an Alabama game away from winning again, it gets brushed under the rug. And that's why the next year when they went 8-5, things started to collapse, and he leaves. Said it's health issues. Not saying that he doesn't have health issues. Everything just crumbled around him. It probably did have an effect on him. Then there's reports, whether or not it's true or not, 
after the thing at the bar in Ohio, it was reported that maybe that's why he left Florida. Was there things that I had done before? See, this is where all the problems start to rise up. Has this happened before? But social media wasn't as big. Yeah, he's a big-time name, but not NFL status. You know, like, oh, you're an NFL head. Because some people like the NFL more than college. <clears throat> some like college more than NFL, like I do. These are red flags, and I don't know if Sean Conn and them just ignored them. You know, oh, that's not true to proving guilty, even though some have been proven. This is another chance for him. He was done at Ohio State. He's cleansed himself of everything. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. And so then he's hiding things. You know, these guys are getting in trouble. As a coach, you have to help them. So do you kick them off the team, get them to rehabilitation stuff, let like help them. But he hid the stuff reportedly and all that stuff. So again, some of this is reported to be true. Some, it's hard to say whether or not. So that's why I think Jacksonville handled it the way they did. But now you have reports with the Jaguars kicking a player, the way he argues with players. Now they're adults, so this could be adults arguing. Reports of calling coaches losers. Again, are these true? Who knows? Are they just doing this because they don't like him? Probably. But I said this before. If you're just a college coach, you're just a college coach. Can you handle talking to NFL players? Then you can. Nick Saban maybe now could go coach NFL players, but he tried it. As an assistant, did okay, but he had Bill Belichick. Uh, He's a college coach, and there's nothing wrong with that. He's still going to go down. He and Bill Belichick, I think, are tied for best football coaches of all time. And they're tied. So now, with all of this, the immediate question after him getting fired was, is it possible for him to coach in college again? So then they talked to him. Um, about so let's read this and then we'll discuss if he should coach again. Urban Meyer can still remember how he felt upon being hired as the hope. He held for one of the Jacksonville Jaguars franchise. He can still recall the visions he had of a packed house that, would, that he would help fill. While he believes it will all come eventually for Jacksonville and owner Sean Conn, he just worried about he just won't be the one to make it a reality. So talk about him being fired is too long. Here's what he had to say. I just apologized to Jacksonville, Meyer said over the phone. I love Jacksonville. It's one of the reasons I took the job. I still think Shad's a great owner. It's heartbreaking. I just had a dream of it becoming a destination place with a new facility he agreed to build and someday to walk into that stadium where it's standing room only. Because I know how bad the people of Jacksonville want it, so I'm heartbroken that we weren't able to do it. I still believe it's going to be done. It's too good of a place. In the 23-minute long interview, Meyer said he was devastated, denied all allegations made against him on his final days, explained why he benched our running back James Robinson against the Rams and detailed where, where it got away on the field. Meyer, one of the most successful college coaches in history, but who lost more NFL games in his first four weeks with the Jags, four than he had any since college season since 2007, also admitted that processing losing football games is a challenge he's yet to work through. 
I tell people losing eats away at your at your soul. Once you start losing, it's hard on everybody. I thought at one point when we won two out of three, there was some momentum, great energy. The defense was really playing well. We were running the ball, and then when that got when that dried up on us, then we started turning the ball over. We had that bye week, and then James Robinson gets hurt. From that point, the offense stopped working. Myers' frustration and angst were perfectly encapsulated in his post-game handshake with his former assistant Titans coach Mike Vrabel. And it appeared Meyer wanted to be anywhere but there after the Jaguars were shut out 20 to nothing in what would be Meyer's final game. Someone asked me about Vrabel's handshake. We're really close. That had nothing to do with him. That's probably one of my issues why I thought some of the things I said. I can't take losing. I try to accept it. It just eats away at my soul. And I believe our players deserve better. When Meyer was fired, he had four years left on his contract. The Jaguars uh, terminated him for cause per source. um, Asked if there was an ongoing discussion with Jacksonville over his contract. He declined to comment. Khan said, I'm barely disappointed to arrive at the conclusion that immediate change is imperative for everybody. Asked what he'll do next, Meyer said to be determined. He has not heard from anyone in the coaching world about a job. He was 2-11 with the Jaguars, bottom of the AFC, but with Myers staying here, it had been building for months. In October, Myers stayed in Ohio and did not fly back with the team after sickening loss to the Bengals. That's where the video came. Then we have all the arguments. Um, uh, yeah, so it just continues on. And he he said, we discussed it as a staff. Myers said, when you see someone lose the ball or even see them, be loose with the ball, get them out of the game, get their mind right, and then get them back in. When he fumbled, I said, take him out. We took him out, and we had a lack of communication about when to put him back in. This is talking about uh, Robinson, which miscommunication. You're the head coach. You should be able to make that. Robinson wasn't the only star. In his rookie season, Lawrence, one of the reasons Meyer took the job, has struggled. Lots of talent and promise, but also completion percentage of 58.2%, 14 interceptions against nine touchdowns, the passer rating of 689 um. Yeah. So, then here's kind of something that leads to this. After a uh, after the week of Urban Meyer getting fired, Jaguars players met the media on Thursday to discuss the firing. Lawrence wished Meyer the best and said he appreciated the work he had done, but said some changes had to be made. I wouldn't say relief, but it brings some clarity and some direction moving forward. Uh, Lawrence told reporters, "We really want to go and finish the season strong. To be honest, it's been a hard, it's been hard the last week with everything going on. There are a lot of things being stirred up on the outside. Too, it didn't help. It made things a lot of work. So it seems like there's some relief with some of these players. But then with that, with him saying that, a lot of things on the outside too. So is that talking about?" Urban Meyer's actions outside of the facility? Is that talking about the media? Who knows? Who knows? Um, I got back to the last game we played, and man, our defense kept going. He said, and going in our locker room was great, and they kept just pushing and pushing and people away, going, not complaining. I really felt still in my heart once we get this, oh my gosh, we scored more of a touchdown five weeks or whatever. Once we get this organized, we can flip this thing. I mean, this year, I don't believe in blaming players. I don't believe in that at all. This was their internal coach talking about the players. So, a lot of things Urban Meyer did wrong. A lot of things did not go right for him. With all of this, the immediate question is, is he going to coach again? 
But the, and we all his NFL thing's done. No NFL team is going to hire him now. At all. It's 99% chance ever. So the question is, is he going to coach again in college? Because this is probably a sign he should never have tried the NFL. And I don't think NFL coaches are going to hire him. So, after hearing all this, I think Urban Meyer is done coaching in college at a big-time program. You could see a school like a Liberty, like a smaller school, that gave Hugh Freeze another chance, give him another chance. Because he's a good college coach, look at all that. But then the question, and it's going to be a wait-and-see game. Because now with these reports, are college players going to come out and say, this is how he treated college players? Are coaches going to come out and say, this is how they treated coaches? Who knows? There's coaches that have been with him forever, so sometimes it's hard. Personally, I think Urban Meyer is done coaching altogether. He's going to want to try. I could see a non-Power 5, a smaller school, hire him. But I think the time of an Ohio State, a Florida, and even like an Illinois, like a school like that is not going to hire him. You're going to see an FCF school. You're going to see a sub-big-time school, smaller school, maybe try to hire him, maybe. But it's not going to be for probably a year or so. I think there's no jobs right now for him. You'd have to wait and see what happens after a season for this to die down. But we got to wait and see what other reports come out. We got to see what gets proven and not proven. Are Ohio State players, you know, or Florida players going to come out and say things? I think Tim Tebow has said good things about him, but that's for him personally. Maybe they treated each other great. How did he treat other players? How did Ohio State go? And how did Urban Meyer get to this point? Did his head get too big? Did he think he was larger than life? Did he think that he could just kind of do what he wanted? I'm sorry. You are not Nick Saban. Nick Saban is a way better coach than you, Urban Meyer, and he doesn't do that. He coaches hard, but he wouldn't do that. You're not Bill Belichick. You won some titles, and until this, you're going to go down as one of the best college football coaches of all time, and you still probably will. But there's going to be a little asterisk next to it saying, well, man, this is the way he acted. This is what he did. Now, I don't know if this is calling the society soft, but me being a coach, it's hard to go up to a kid and kick him or an adult and kick them. It's hard to look at a coach that you hired and call him a loser. It's hard to, you know, get arguments with players, especially in the NFL, where it's a little different. I don't know how that works, but he doesn't either. I think he's done. I don't think he's going to get another college coaching job again. Some think he can, and the only way I could see it is, like I said, a smaller one, but like this, this big time in a Power 5 conference is done. Maybe, but it's going to be a year. It's not going to be this year. It's not going to be for the next season. You know, it's it's done. I think you're not going to see him. I don't, I don't even know if he's going to get hired to do TV. Now he's got money. It, money's not the issue. He's got plenty of money. Made a lot of money at Florida and Ohio State. And whatever he's going to get paid this year for Jacksonville, a lot of money. But with all of this for right now, he's done. He's done. So it, it's just up for you guys to make that, whoever listens to make that choice and think, does he have another shot? I think it's over. Not going to coach in college again. And it's sad because before he took the the, th- the Jacksonville job, despite what had happened, he was going to go down, and probably still will, but go down as one of the best college football coaches of all time. 
up there, he was up there with the Nick. He was in the same breath as Nick Saban because of how many games he won, won some championships, sent a lot of guys to the NFL. So it's pretty sad to see him fall from grace like that, but did it to himself. Shouldn't have been put in those situations. And I'm curious as to why he acted the way he did. If the reports are true, he keeps denying them. You know, and it could be players being mad and saying, how do we get rid of this guy? We'll just do this. We'll do this. I have no idea. But it's, you know, to fall from grace like that is pretty sad um, with his decorative record that we've talked about already. But I don't, again, I don't see him coaching a big time school again, but that's not for, that's for you guys to figure out. A lot of red flags, but he's gone. It's over. You're not going to see him in the NFL again. Uh, I think Jacksonville uh, should go higher left, which, Offense coordinator from Tampa Bay. I think that'd be a great hire to get some offense for Trevor Lawrence. Um, redo the coaching staff. They have a bunch of college coaches that have never been in the NFL as far as I know. So this guy revamp. You know, Urban Meyer did a lot of things wrong. Uh, be careful who you hire, I suppose. But that's been another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Again, like and subscribe and share out. Follow it, rate it, be a friend, tell a friend. It helps out the algorithm that I don't understand. Thank you guys so much for listening. And just like Urban Meyer in Jacksonville, we are out of here. And I'm Mike, and we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.